Oh my goodness, guys. What's up? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. Yes. Um, it is Wednesday, 2 p.m. I'm alive and well. You guys, I had the worst flu of my life and uh, I slept for so long. It's insane. But I'm, I'm up now. I took a shower. I even put on perfume. Ooh, which reminds me, today's episode of Date Fails is brought to you by Scentbird. Thank you, Scentbird, for supporting the show. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash datefails and use my code datefails for 50% off your first month of Scentbird. I really like the scent bird. I told you about it. I think Aiden, the perfume and cologne you get in the mail. Oh, you. Oh, so they send you different ones. Oh my gosh, I didn't show them to you. No. Oh my god, I have to show them to you. They're so cute. Okay, here's how they work. They come in these little. Uh, this is not my ad. I should save this for the ad. But they come in little containers, and it's like a month worth of perfume if you use the same one every day. But I got like five. And they're little mini spritzers. You know the little roller balls they sell like at Sephora or Matt, like different. I don't know if you buy those in men's. Do I, they... I, I don't buy anything. All right. Well, oh, you don't wear cologne? No. Oh you know what? God. I'm Asian. So like I don't really, I don't perspire. I don't do anything. I don't even wear deodorant. Actually, I wear deodorant now because they sent me native deodorant in the mail, which was free. <laughs> What's native deodorant? Native is like uh, all natural deodorant they sent me in the mail because I did ads for native also. Oh. But the thing is, I didn't even know that deodorant has aluminum in it. Which Wait, can... you don't wear deodorant? Typically, I haven't in mm. the past because I've just never been someone who sweats a lot. I heard white people wear deodorant all the time. Most do. I'm just lucky. I've never been like a smelly, sweaty. Like I can go to the gym and work out forever and for some reason my back will sweat my boobs will sweat but like my armpits never really sweat that much mm. it's weird right you know it's all un very unfamiliar territory to me i think it has to do with hair although i don't have boob hair so that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know because i get my armpits lasered so i don't have any hair that grows there you think it's hair oh i wonder if it if it's because i get my armpits lasered somehow that makes me sweat less maybe it closes up your pores yeah i'll bet it does who knows <laughs> well maybe i should try getting my boobs lasered <laughs> anyway guys, haven't you already <laughs> no i'm kidding not lasered just surgically enhanced um all right anyway guys it's date fails this is the funniest episode so first of all um, it is Wednesday, as I said in the opening. Aiden Park is back, my bestie. And uh, we're both kind of sick. Mm. Although I think I was more sick. I hope you don't, you're not, I think you're just exhausted. I'm exhausted. I think you're exhausted. You're, you've been on the dick bender. I've been on too much dick bender. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh my God. So much more. Wasn't I supposed to like not have any dick for you're, like a month? Yeah, you were supposed to go a month without dick. How long did you last? Uh, like two weeks. Oh my. No, you didn't. Wait. Yes, it was two weeks. It was no. two. Uh, yeah. No. Yes. Uh, no. It was two whole if weeks. If you went to. No, it Wait a second. The last episode of my podcast that you were on mm -hmm. was, what, a week ago? No, it was more than a week ago, Catherine, because I was away. I was away. I was at uh, Tonopah. Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to. Well, yeah, I was in Tonopah. What's Tonopah? Uh, I, was, I was shooting something in Nevada. 
Oh, you're allowed to say where you were. You just can't no, say they, what you they, were shooting. No disclosure, man. And they wouldn't even let me post anything from Tonopah. Aiden shot something that he had to sign an NDA for. But it's okay, I think, that you said where. Okay. No I, one's ever even heard I that just place. Get, I just get nervous. Where the fuck is... They were, so, they, they were so strict about it. So anyway, whatever. I mean, I've signed so many... But, en- oh, <laughs> you like the story, Catherine. Okay, okay. So I, I was... Okay, so... <laughs> no, so it's been two weeks. I know because I was in Tonopah, and I was like, "Oh, like I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any gay people in Tonopah." So I logged on. Where the fuck is Tonopah? Now I have to look up this town. Tonopah is a is a mining town in in Nevada with fifteen hundred people living there, Small but not town. even fifteen hundred. It's like eight hundred within the city, and then fifteen hundred in like a hundred mile radius. Okay, so statistically, if one in four people are gay. There should one be in some. four. No, one Did in I, ten. I made that maybe. up. <laughs> <laughs> one in ten are admittedly gay. Admittedly gay. So like one in. It's like one in. Are go- wait. No, like wait. one in five are probably gay. You, really? No. I, I don't know. There's not that many gay people. You don't think? No. Yeah, but I'm talking about gay on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We whatever. ought to poke it to find out. <laughs> Okay, fine. So, yeah, you're looking for gays in a town with 1,500 yes. people. And um, there were four, no, there were three gays in the town of Tonopah. How do you know? Because I went, went on, on Grinder. Yes. And you just assumed. I was just curious. Every gay is on Grinder. Come on. I don't know. You know, I mean, what, but there were three. And the screen names were so funny. It was like Dom Daddy for Young Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was. Tonopah, comma, I blow. Shut <laughs> up. Are you serious? Tonopah, I blow. That's amazing. And then there was another one who was like, you know, didn't have a screen name. But Tonopah, I blow and Dom Daddy contacted me. Of course they did. You had to because be the hottest desperate. thing on Grinder. Not because they're desperate. You're just like the fresh meat in a town of three gays. <laughs> I mean, look, I didn't meet up with them, though, Catherine. Are you proud of me? You didn't meet up with them no. only because they didn't get back to you or something. I'm sure no, there was some Catherine, reason. Why? Because I had a deal with you. Oh, you're going to pretend? You're not buying that, are you're you? You're going to pretend that you actually turned down dick because you told me you were going to go dick free. Catherine. I, okay, that's not true. But Catherine, they did hit me up and they didn't respond. Why? I'm not going to respond to Dom Daddy for Young Boy or Tonopah I Blow. And they don't even have like a face picture. And plus I was with like the cast and crew. So like it was weird. Oh, there was no photos? They didn't. Yeah, they didn't send me any. That's so weird when someone doesn't. Like I get hit up all the time on Instagram. People DM me and they'll go like, hey, I'd love to take you out sometime. And then their page is private and their photo, their profile photo is like a fish. And I'm like, so I'm supposed to say yes to you asking me out when I can't even see what you look like and your profile photo is an animal? Like, that's just creepy. That's yeah. why. That's why I haven't said yes to you, fish guy. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Maybe so- I should put my photo up Okay, I get a little worried. Like on on some of these dating sites, I don't put like a photo of myself on there, like my, my face photo, because I get, I don't know, I get I get nervous. So why? like I don't. And then maybe nervous that- of what? I don't know. Because you're a public figure? I just work with gay guys a lot. And I don't know. It's awkward. I don't know. I need to get over it, maybe. I mean, so you're on dating sites with no photo? Yes. That's so fucking weird. But then I show them the photo once they ask. What's your screen name? 
I'm not gonna talk about it. So your screen name is not Aiden. No, nothing. Not not something nondescript. See, this is so weird. Only gay dudes could manage to get fucked without a photo or a name. <laughs> Like, there's no straight person, well, straight girl at least, that's like, I'm not going out with a guy with no photo or name. That's so but, creepy. But if you show them the photo and then you can talk to them. I don't but know. But then, like, you, you need to uh, to get past even that point. I guess that you're right. What yeah. I don't get is you'll come on a podcast where you'll talk about fucking, like, six dudes in a week, but you won't, you're afraid to have a photo on Grindr. I'm crazy. I never said I was sane. No, you're not crazy. I, no, Catherine. I'm crazy. I mean, I have my photo on all the dating sites I'm on, and I've come across very famous guys on Tinder even. You're on Tinder? Well, I used to be. I'm not anymore. But did you know that on Tinder now, there are verified accounts? So if you match with a famous person on Tinder, they're verified now. Like, so you know it's them. Oh, wow. Because back when I first joined Tinder, I went out with a really famous guy off of Tinder. And I remember when we matched, he was... Back then, they didn't verify people, and I remember when we matched thinking, this cannot actually be him, and the only reason I, I met up was because I was so curious if it was really going to be him or not, and I remember my mom being like, you have to be careful. Like This probably isn't him, and he's probably going to be like a murderer or some really creepy guy, and it turned out to be the actual guy. Wow. Yeah, So, but now they verify even on Tinder, they verify people. It's weird. Huh. I removed my Tinder profile a long time ago. I just, the truth is, I'm just, I don't have fucking time. Dating apps are so much work. Like, by the time I message back and forth with you enough to actually want to meet you, I'm over it already. You know, I'm the type of person, four or five messages tops, and then we're meeting, and Me that's too. it. Yeah, that's it. Let's go or not. Yeah. I mean, these guys are like, I'm going. Same. What are you into? It makes me think that they just want, they're just bored and they just want to like talk to somebody, but they're not interested. I've had so many people. And they disappear on you, right? They disappear on me. I but mean, maybe, maybe never on you, Catherine, because you're. No, I disappear on them. Because if they don't ask me out in four or five messages, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to keep talking to you. I like literally can't do it. That goes also for guys I give my number to. I've given my number to guys before and then they'll start texting and they'll never ask me out. If you don't ask me out within a week of me giving, like if I give you my number, you don't ask me out within a week, done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? Who has time for this shit? I don't have time to sit around texting with somebody that I'm not going to hook up with. Why? Listen how angry I sound. It's because I'm sick. <laughs> so you guys, and we're, we're on coffee too. Here, here's what happened. So I came home from Ohio. I went and I played the funny stop, which was awesome. The shows were great. Then I went and saw my family, which I did these. I went sled riding in a bikini with my nieces, which then the next day I got sick and everyone was like, it's because you went out sled riding in a bikini. And I just want to say one, I was really only out there for like five minutes in the bikini Two, um, it was my, my, actually my stepsister's idea, which I thought was so awesome. The kid's mom, she was like, this would be so funny. You should do this for your Instagram. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I was like worried about posting her kids on my Instagram with me in a bikini, but she loved it. But third, um, it's like a big misconception that being out in the cold is what makes you sick. Like that's what not I, what makes you sick. No, whatever I had was a flu. So here's what happened. I fly back Monday. I leave Cleveland at like 5 p.m. I land in L.A. at 10 p.m. Something happened. 
I get off the plane, I was so weak and achy by the time I got off that flight, I could barely walk. I thought I was going to have to take a wheelchair to luggage. To wheelchair. The lug- yeah, like I could barely walk. It felt like I got food poisoned, but but I wasn't throwing up or anything. And then I get home. By the time I get home, I'm so tired, you guys. And I didn't do anything abnormal. I, I was so tired. I fell asleep at 11 p.m., Monday night on my couch in the clothes I flew in like I didn't unpack nothing I walked in laid down passed out and I pretty much slept I mean I woke up a few times to take medicine I woke up uh Tuesday morning my entire body ached so bad I was like I need to go to the emergency room like I thought that I had I thought either something was really wrong or I was so dehydrated. Like I was like, maybe I drank in Ohio more than I usually, I don't really drink that much. Maybe I'm massively dehydrated. Like I'm not sure what's going on, but I was, I mean, so weak. I couldn't even shower. I laid here on my couch. I ordered soup from Postmates and I was too tired to even get up to answer the door. So I just texted the Postmates, Postmates person, like just leave it on the doorstep. <laughs> And then I, like two hours later, I finally crawled off my couch to get the soup. Like it sat outside for wow. like two hours. Was it cold? Yeah, but I heated it up in the microwave. But then I, I seriously sat here and I drank fluids and slept from Tuesday morning until today at 11 a.m. I slept for like 36 hours. I was worried about you, Catherine, because I was like... The last I heard from you, you were like, oh, I'm so tired. I might go to the ER. And then I never, you know, I never go on Instagram. I never like really scroll through. But like, I was like, oh my God, I need to check if Catherine's okay. And I hadn't heard from you. And so I went on your page and I said, <laughs> 19 hours ago, she's not okay. She's not okay. Well, the truth is I was so bummed because the reason I flew back on Monday instead of Tuesday is because Brody Stevens, uh, charity show was last night at the comedy store and i really wanted i I flew back purposely to be there and then just tuesday as soon as i woke up and i was in so much pain uh and i mean it was like crazy because it was like joint pain every joint in my body my knuckles my fingers my wrists my knees my everything hurt and I could tell, I thought it was maybe a sinus infection mm. on top of it because my head was all clogged. But then we got huge thunderstorms. So I was like, maybe it's partly, I mean, I do get like sinusy, but whatever it was, I was seriously sitting here like I really wanted to push through and go to the shows. Mm. But I just knew whatever I had it had to be contagious because, I mean, it was like so fast it came on. And then I slept for 36 hours. I skipped the shows, which I'm glad I did in hindsight because I was too sick and I might have made other people sick. But then I woke up today still really achy, but I've been taking medicine. I'm feeling a little better now. I took a shower finally. I hadn't showered since Monday. That's not like me. You know, I'm like obsessive. I haven't showered. What is this, Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. I showered Monday morning before I left Ohio. And then I hadn't showered again until this morning, which is gross. I flew and everything. Ugh. But I just couldn't do it. Do you wash your hair every day? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. Not every day, but often. I used to wash it every day. And then slowly over time, I wash it now like every other day. Wow. Yeah. 
Do you wash your hair every day? I don't know. It's getting longer. So I like try to wash it like only every other day or something. I know they say it's bad for your hair to wash it every day, but I don't feel awake if I don't wash my hair. Like if I don't, I think it's because I grew up swimming or something. I associate getting my head wet with like waking up. Yeah. I used to swim every day when I was a kid. Every day. Hmm. Even in winter, I would go swim every day. Where? The Y. Indoor, indoor pool? The Y. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, outdoor. <laughs> Anyway, so, so I just want to say, though, that I'm back and I'm uh, I'm alive and I'm glad. Aiden, but then Aiden, so then I text Aiden today and he said he wasn't feeling well. So I'm like, well, come over. <laughs> yeah, so we can be sick together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we're here and uh, I'm disappointed in Aiden a little bit because he was supposed to do a 30-day dick detox. I, did I agree to that, though, really? Not really. Did I agree to it? But you did agree that you probably should do it. I said I probably, I agreed I probably should do it, but I never said, Catherine, I'm doing this. You didn't say you were doing it. Yeah. But you need to fucking do Catherine, it. Catherine, it was at least two Tell weeks. Tell the people. No. It, it was, was at least two weeks. First of all, okay, we recorded that episode of Date Fails on... Uh, when it was a week and a half ago that we recorded that Catherine, episode, of it, was, it couldn't have been a week and a half well, ago. Well, maybe you hadn't had dick for a few days before that. <laughs> if you went two weeks without it, though, it was just by accident. <laughs> you made it like three days because I was checking in. You were like, I'm so proud of myself. I turned down dick, and I was like, Yes. <laughs> And then remember I said I was going to make you live in my kitchen if you fucked somebody. Wait, that's how you were like, I'm going to kill you. Catherine, I have a text from you. Like, I'm sure it's, I can, I can look at the date. You're like, I will kill you. You better not be with the dude right now. I know. But then tell the people how much sex you had in the last four look, days. It's, it's irrelevant. Five days. It's, tell the people. I didn't have that much sex. Okay. How many people? All right. Catherine. Tell the people. Catherine. Tell them. It's. <laughs> you guys, it's half a, it's half a dozen people. I didn't. Come on, people have. Hey, if I'm you're not, any gay listeners, you know that's like you know a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Six people? guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Tuesday, people. Hey, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think you said you get lonely, and what did I say? I said I used to get lonely before No Dick November. <sighs> I never get lonely anymore. Okay, so so. Yeah, I do. You know what? Yeah. You need a dick detox. Okay. I also want to do a sober month, so we should do this together. I do a sober month. You do. She's, a, there, a she's dick trying free to rope month. me. See, all these straight guys are like, dude, if I can get laid six times or whatever. Yeah, of course. But okay, maybe. But there's. I think you're a sex addict. And. <laughs> As if that's news. Well, I think it's okay as long as you're not hurting yourself. Okay, as no. long as you don't feel guilty and you're not losing work. I which don't you're really, not. I don't really feel guilty. Then you're fine. Mm. I think that's the difference. Is I think that the guys that... I kept jumping from relationship to relationship, dick to dick, and I think eventually it was starting to impact my mental health and my career. As long as you feel like everything is going well, then I think you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... I, you know what? I do sometimes feel like... Okay, like, there's a lot of, like, heat, but there's no warmth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, Difference. Difference. Yeah, it's kind of like, what did Jackson say to me once? Jackson McQueen said to me one time, he said, um, there's a, what did he say? There's a big difference between attention and affection. Mm -hmm. Anyone can give you attention, but affection is a whole other thing. Right. So it's like. If all you need is just anybody's attention because you just need to feel like 
if you're not getting attention from someone, then you don't feel good about yourself. That's one thing, but affection, like real affection, like showing they care, that's a different thing. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell. I'm still, I'm still kind of, yeah, anyway. I don't know. I can't, it's weird though for me because I was just telling Aiden, like I've gone so far the other way now that like I almost feel like I've gotten so used to being alone now because I haven't gone, I've gone on one date since november yeah one date with the guy that was sending me gifts of himself and i said mm. i'd never go out with him again but like um i just have gotten so used to being alone that now it's like dating sounds like a hassle like i don't even want to do it like i met a guy i told aiden i haven't talked about it on here but like i met a guy i'm into in vegas but he lives here and he's really cute he's not in the business Thank God. <laughs> and he seems like a really good guy. We met in Vegas actually at um, the show that I did with Joey Diaz in Vegas. And then we ended up hanging out in Vegas really late. So the night that Brody passed away or the day that Brody passed away. So I was really emotional. But this guy was like really cool and sweet. And he was making me laugh. And like we stayed up talking till like four or five in the morning. Hmm. Um, nothing happened. We didn't even kiss. But we just hit it off and we exchanged info. And since I've been back, we made plans to go out once and I had to cancel. And this was so not like me. This is how I know I've changed because we were supposed to go out on a Wednesday, last Wednesday, and I was only in town for a day and a half or something. And I just felt like I needed the night to myself to catch up. And so I just told him and I was like, in the past, I never would have done that because I would have been nervous that the person would have lost interest or something but i just told him i need the night to myself and he was cool with it and then we made plans to go out tonight and now today it's like i had the flu yesterday i feel a little better today but now i feel behind again and this is what i'm talking about i've gotten so used to being alone that part of me is like eh, i'd rather just stay home alone and get my shit done but I feel like if I keep canceling on this guy, he's going to think I'm not into him. And I actually am into him. It's just that I'm this month. I'm only in town one day a week or two days a week. So it's like, <sighs> yeah, you you uh, you know, you know, when shit gets fucked up is when you start putting uh, the opinion, like when you act out of fear of opinion of others. Right. Uh, if you do that, shit always gets fucked up. I feel guilty because I made plans with him again and I might have, although to be fair, I did tell him last night, he texted me like to see how the night was going and I told him that I was sick and I had to cancel the show and he was like, well, don't feel any pressure tomorrow if you're not feeling well. So he gave me an out, but well, I feel... that's totally respectable. I know, but I just feel guilty because the second time in a row I'm going to have canceled on him if I cancel tonight. And it's like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like if I were him, I would think this girl's not that into so me. So what are you going to do? canceling. I don't know. But see, here's the hard part of dating. Like... Because if you were already in a relationship, it'd be so much easier because I could be like, why don't you just stop by for an hour or two and we just hang out here? But I don't want to do that with him because it's kind of like a first date, even though we sort of already had the first date-ish. Right. So I have to go out. Why don't you do what you want to do, never mind what he thinks, and then later on say, would you like to hang out? Why don't you be the initiator for what would you like to hang out again next time so that he knows you're into him? And really, like, get on the phone with him. And don't, don't just be like, oh, no, just call him. Call him and say, hey, I, you know how I was sick yesterday. I really do want to hang out with you. 
but you know, explain your position. Well, I know he's going to call me today. That's the thing. He, this guy calls, he called me last week to make plans and he's like, today he's working. Oh, it's so funny. He just texted while we're podcasting. He said, Hey, how are you feeling? So he is going to call. He was like, when I get off work today, I'll call you to make a plan. Yeah. I think here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to say, um, if you're cool coming over this way, why don't we just meet for like dinner and make it short? Like we get like, we can get like Thai food and I can get soup. That sounds like a great idea. Cause I have to eat. Yeah. (laughs) And that way I don't have to go too far and it's a short date. Thai food. Great. Perfect. And he'll feel like you didn't flake and you do want to meet him. So this is perfect. I do. I want to make the effort. Great. So, okay. We decided. Yay. Solving our issues. One at a time. Solving it all. Speaking of solving issues, we should see if anybody sent us any questions. But before we do that, ooh, let's talk one more time about Scentbird. All right. Listen, have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing? What perfume are you wearing? I know it doesn't happen to Aiden because he doesn't wear cologne, which we're going to fix. But actually, it happens to me all the time. Uh, people come up to me almost any time I wear perfume and they ask what it is. And with Scentford, what's cool is I found a way to have uh, great taste and mix up my fragrance routine. They sent me five fragrances to try. A few that I got are Gucci, Versace. Uh, what else did I get? I think I got a Bul- Bulgari. I don't know how you say that. Bulgari, Bul- Bulgari, whatever. <laughs> The point is, they sent me a bunch. They're so great, guys. They come in the perfect size for travel. And if you spray it on every day, it lasts over 30 days. So the stuff is perfect. Um, It's a luxury fragrance subscription service, Scentbird, for perfumes and colognes. So it's a way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. They have more than 450 designer brands. And... uh, What's great is right now we've got a special for you. So you can actually try it out for 50% off your first month. If you go to scentbird.com slash datefails, use the code datefails, you get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. That's really seriously a great deal because I buy the rollerball size all the time and they're like 20, 25 bucks. Oh, and also... Um, what I love about the Scentbird containers is it's a spritzer instead of a rollerball and it comes in, it's in a glass bottle, but then it's encased in a, like a tin packaging. So the point is it won't shatter because I've had some shatter before in my bag. So oh, they, shit. yeah, so they send it to you in like a container that is good for travel too. So Scentbird is awesome. I'm really excited about this one, guys. Check it out. Go to scentbird.com slash date fails one more time. That's S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash date fails. Sign on and smell amazing. Woo! Woo! Yeah, baby. All right. We should totally go do some questions now. I think we should go answer Yeah, now that questions. we've established that our lives are a complete mess, let us give some <laughs> advice. <laughs> I don't think our lives are mess. No, well, I mean... But look, I give you the best advice. You just don't take it and vice versa. (laughs) If you would listen to me and do a dick cleanse, I'm telling you, you need to, because here's the thing. I swear, I know it sounds crazy. I am not lonely anymore. When I'm alone, I'm totally okay with it now. Maybe too much. But like when I go on the road on the weekends, I don't get sad or lonely. Do I have moments? Sure. Mm -hmm. But they pass so fast now. And it's usually brought on by something like, uh, 
um, I don't know, I see an article or something that reminds me of someone, it makes me miss them for a second. But like, I'm so much better now. Okay. I haven't hit up my top. Okay. The ex who I went to his house and, and glued the signs to his door, you know, <laughs> I haven't even hit that guy up and he's the best ex ever. And like, I have not even hit him up. Wow. Aiden, I'm telling you, you need it. You would be so empowered. Plus, it's fun because everybody that hits you up for that month, you're just like, sorry, honey, I'm, I'm doing better things with my life. And like, uh, you feel good about it. Okay. All right. I mean, it's your call, but I'm just What saying. do the listeners think? <laughs> the listeners think that I'm right. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's a good question. What is your number one turnoff on a first date? Ooh, good question. Number one turn off on a first date. Um, I don't know. For me, it would probably be if you just talk about yourself the whole time and never ask any questions. That does happen, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I had a first date once with a musician who played me like five hours of his own music. That's oh, a turn off. Oh, I wonder who you're talking about. <laughs> That's kind of a turn off. <laughs> like that's that's when you know it's bad is yeah. when like it's a musician you really like and at the beginning you're like, "Wow, I'm watching him play music for me. This is so hot." And then after like 2 hours you're like, "I hope I never hear any of these." <laughs> um, I don't know. What about you? Eye rolling. You go on a date with me and you roll your eyes, I'm done. Who rolls their eyes? Oh, gay guys. On a first date. Gay guy. Not at, not directed at me. Directed at anything like uh, like anything like oh like can you get us an uh, you uh, like if if we're at a restaurant they roll their eyes and anything like oh you know my friend roll I I can't. You know what's funny? I've been accused of rolling my eyes so many times when I'm not rolling my eyes because I look away a lot when I think or something. Like literally, I've had people say, "Why do you roll your eyes so much?" And I'm like, "I don't think I do." But I think I, I know I look around a lot. It's an intention. You don't have that. I know what you mean. It, it's the, it's the, the, yeah, the eye roll. I don't like it. I, I know don't that. Like, I do not like it. I know that eye roll. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I hate the eye roll. Definitely too. not. Um, by the way, we just posted that we wanted questions like not that long ago. So I haven't got that many questions yet. I'm looking right now on Twitter to see if anyone sent questions on Twitter. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? 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 Is anybody out there? Is that the one question that we got about the really? That was a question. Well, I also got a question that says smelly feet on the sex day, but I don't even know what that means. Smelly feet on the sex day. All right. Well, these questions are bunk. Well, I do need to, uh, I don't, I need to do my toes when I go on dates. What do you mean do your toes? Like, I, I don't know. My, my, I, I've never, them? like, clipped my toenails or anything. Like, I don't really, like, I, I don't really pay attention. Really? Yeah. I get a pedicure every two weeks. I think I, I need to start paying attention to my toenails and Why stuff. don't you get pedicure? Want to go get a mani-pedi when we're done this podcast? No, I'm going to go home and sleep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I need a dick detox. <laughs> you really do. All right, hold on. I'm bringing up more questions. Okay, here's another question. Um, should guys eat ass the first time they're having sex with a girl? Um, I say, why not? Yeah. She, is she prepared? Well, I mean, assuming that her ass is clean, then yeah. See, I'm always prepared for that. If I know I'm going to have sex, I prepare for that. I would never go out on a first date. 
Well, no, he didn't say first date. He said the first time we're having sex. Oh, well, she, if she's prepared, then yes. Yeah. Well, and preparing I, includes I never have. Enema. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You're wrong. 1,000%. Not for ass eating. Absolutely. No, it doesn't. Absolutely. No. Nope. You're wrong. Uh, you're wrong, Catherine. No. You're no. wrong. You don't know what kind of suffering the guys go through if. if uh, you don't need to enema you have to clean your asshole but you can use your finger and some soap i'm telling you like i will get up in there and clean an enema is for anal for a rim job for your ass you, you, eaten no mm, as long as there's no shit then you're i good. think i i think better safe than sorry an enema is for the inside i know but it's in case in case of anal you're saying look if you go on a date with somebody and it's like what what like you know it takes like two hours. okay you think between that- you okay you say you like clean your ass and then you go out on a date and you dance for a couple hours and then you get home you think it's still gonna be clean no if you enema then it'll be like likely wait a more. second wait a second are you saying enema again when you get home no I mean like no I think that you must shit a lot more than I do. <laughs> I'm serious because like I'm lucky if I shit every day. Okay. And 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 nothing happens like there's no movement. If I think there's any chance of poop, I won't let the guy go down there. Okay. But well, I can't imagine giving myself an enema for every just, time I'm going to have sex. I, I'm super careful. And, and That's cuz you have say. dicks in your ass. <laughs> But, you uh, have dicks in your ass, Catherine. No, I don't. Wait, you've never? Have I've, you never? Yeah, I have, but only with one guy. Oh, no way. Well, I tried with another one. One, two guys? That's it in yeah. your life? Yeah. Wow. I don't do anal much. I oh. reserve it for well, boyfriends. I mean, I mean, you have the other hole, so like that. Yeah. <laughs> anal is like, to me, anal is like a treat you give them every now and then. Like for good behavior. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're gay. You're gay. You don't have another option. I, I suppose not, no. But I do, I mean, I will say this. Oh, God. I'm afraid to say this. Okay. I dated one guy. Uh-huh. Like, guys will always, you know, finger that. Yeah. And I dated one guy who would always finger my butthole. Oh, okay, I'm going to tell you this. He would always do it, and then he would always smell his fingers, and he would always go, God, you have the cleanest asshole of anyone I've ever been with. He never, ever smelled anything ever. Well, what is he going to say, Catherine? No, but I mean, I know it's true. I check it. Uh, oh. I test it. But I'm you don't enema? Not, f- no, it's not It's probably like just that. like right there. It's probably right no, there. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, an inch deeper. No. Than- well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but I doubt it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know what helps with it. this? The, uh. the shitting powder, the anxiety powder. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That you keeps you really that. clean. You should use that. Okay, give me some. <laughs> I'll tell you where to get it. Uh. <laughs> um, all right, so let's see if we have another question. But that's interesting. So you're saying only do it if she's prepared. That's well, right. How are you going to find out if she's prepared? Ask. Yeah, but according to you, no one is prepared unless they enema. <sighs> That's right. Oh, my God. You're insane. Um, okay. This is a weird question. I'm not going to answer. All right. Well, that's all the questions we had. Well, this could be the shortest episode <laughs> of Date Bells ever. We need more questions. Was it, it, it? I mean, how many minutes have we been going on Not this? enough. <laughs> you guys, this is when the podcast is... This is when the podcast is challenging is when there's no dating, there's no sex. Aiden doesn't want to talk about the six dicks that he... I'll talk in. about the six dicks... 
uh, will I talk about the six dicks? <laughs> Aiden fucked six guys in the last I week. Didn't okay, it was wait. In the last I, five days. No, it wasn't the last five days, Catherine. It okay. Started, it starts Monday, the Monday before this past Monday. So that's like eight days. Six, wait, was it six guys? No, it was only five guys, Catherine. Five guys. Five guys in six days. <laughs> eight days. Five guys in eight days. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm not even mad at you. Maybe yeah, well, I'm starting to get sad because I haven't had sex in so long. I really don't miss it. Some I love how are... you sit there, like armchair psych. You, I, I should take a photo of you right now. You're like this, like uh, you're like you're like a psychologist. You're like Aiden. I think you have a problem because you went without dick for like a month, and then I'm. But now it's been way more than a month. I haven't not had sex since October. Oh my! November, God. December, January, February. Four months. <sighs> the next time I have sex, it's gonna be like. That's why I tried to fuck the bar guy. Wait a minute, wait, wait. November. All of November, right? No dick November. No dick November. December, December January, January, February. February. Four months. Wow. I'm having sex this month. Yeah. Definitely. Hope maybe tonight. No, I'm not going to fuck that guy. Oh. Well, you can't do that yet, I guess. No. Well, first of all, I'm sick. So yeah. I don't want to have sex sick for the first yeah, and time. You, won't, you know, and, and you don't want to do an enema when you're sick. Oh, God. <laughs> you're obsessed with this enema thing. I'm going to take a survey of like who does... I've eaten guys' assholes before. Have you? Yes. Did they do enemas? No. Oh, poor you, but Catherine. But they clean it. That's wow. a thing. They clean it. See, you're just thinking of it because you do anal. I'm telling you, as long as they haven't shit that day and they cleaned it out really well, they don't have to enema because I'm not sticking my tongue six inches into their asshole. Hmm. Interesting. Aiden is so horrified by this concept. We spent way too much time on this. All right. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I might have to just pause this and finish it later when I get more questions because we're only at 37 minutes and I just don't have any questions. Isn't it, isn't it a 40-minute podcast is what, what, what is required? I mean, there's no requirement. <laughs> Where do you draw inspiration from in your life? We just got that question. Where do you draw inspiration from in your life? From my enemas. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Actually, I draw inspiration from everything I see every day. I just take walks and I people walk. I think that's also why I'm I'm becoming like less and less of a people person because I'm I just do so I talk to so many people on the weekends doing shows. I mean, this weekend I probably talked to 200, 300 people easily. Mm. So then, and I don't mean like me on stage, them in the audience. I mean, after the show, all the people I talk to. So during the week, I just sit back and people watch. I'm quiet. But you don't miss like. Sex? uh, uh, No, affection. Like, okay. Like, so sometimes I miss Michael. Do you know know what I mean? Like, I think about Michael. Yeah. I really like all of these dicks are like whatever, because like, I'm really, I really. Yeah. I would give it all away just to be with Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, um. The, the the kind of company that I have with Michael, like, you know, he, like my, it's my companionship side you side by side. Yeah. He's my, he was my companion. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yes. So that I kind of know what you mean. Like I missed my ex-husband for so long, but not like about the sex, but like the fun trips we would take together and how close we were as friends. Yeah. And maybe it's just because now I have some really good friends. So I, yeah. to me, it's like, um, would I love to have a friend that I also have great sex with? Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm really so insanely busy right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been the busiest 
two months for me, comedy wise, of my life. Like I'm out of town Thursday to Sunday every weekend this month. So that means I'm I literally fly back either Sunday or Monday. I'm home for two days and I leave again. So right now for me to add in trying to worry about someone else's feelings, I can barely stay on top of my own shit. So I think that's the thing. Is yeah. like, do I miss having a companion? Do you know what I really miss? I miss having someone to help. That's what I miss. Like I miss coming home and I was gone, but someone who loves me was here. So the place isn't a disaster and there's food or like when I was sick yesterday, I missed having it then. But that's a, to me, that feels like the most selfish reason to want to be with someone. Like I really, what I want is an assistant who fucks me. Like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, me and Mike used to do everything together, everything. So like when I was in like that tone it was sad because I was like, oh, like Michael would like Michael would really enjoy this experience. Like Michael would love to see this town. Like everywhere yeah. I go, it's like, oh, Michael would you know what I mean? So like maybe maybe I am trying to like replace them with Dick or maybe I'm not. I, I don't even know. Codependent. Me and Michael were codependent? No, I mean, I'm saying you're codependent because you were used to being... I was the same way with my ex-husband. My ex-husband and I, we worked together. Yeah. So we would literally work together, travel together, have sex. We were best friends and coworkers, and we spent literally like 24-7 Yeah, together. it was like that with me and Mike. Exactly, and that's why I think after my ex... I almost said his name, which I'm careful not to. I think that's why after my ex... I, every guy that I would date after my ex, I would try to find that level of companionship with very quickly. Mm-hmm. It, it's gotten better, but like the first few guys I dated right after my ex-husband, oh my God, it was like I tried to make them my boyfriend immediately because I was used to, that's what I was used to. Yeah. And then slowly I became better at being casual, yeah. a little better. But I think that, I think that's why, like for instance with, uh, the musician, I was so quick to grasp onto this guy's in love with me because it was like this whole time I've been seeking that companionship again. Right. And it took me until no dick November was the beginning, but it took me until this spell of not really dating to realize that although that companionship is amazing and fun and it's like so great to share everything with someone, but that I don't need it to be happy. Yeah. I always thought I needed it. I always thought my life wasn't complete unless there was someone in it to share it with that was a sexual, like a lover. And now I'm starting to realize that sharing it with like my friends and loved ones is, is great too. I don't know. Like it's gone away from me. Yeah. I actually don't feel that way though. You don't? I don't feel like I need that in order for me to be happy. I'm happy. Like I really am. I'm happy with so many things in my life. I have great friends. My career is going great. You know, like, there's so much to be appreciative of in my life. Totally, 1,000%. Yeah. Um, But sometimes I'm driving around and I pass a place where, you know, Michael and I used to go to a lot. And I'm like, oh, I remember when Mike and I used to do that and that and that. And, you know, I mean, we had such a special thing that I just really, really miss him. Oh, but that's normal. I guess. Of course you're going to miss him. And it's not like, look, like here's the thing. I've had, I have plenty of opportunities to shove somebody in that role. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Joe, like he didn't want to go. 
Like I, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like Joe is the last guy Aiden dated that like he broke up with. So yes, yeah. you're correct. So like I could have, I could have just put anybody, anybody there, but it's not that. I don't think it's like I'm needing that in order to be happy. But I do miss a Mike. So you're right. So I was more codependent than you. You're well, not. Maybe I am codependent. I don't know. I don't think you are. But maybe five dicks is <laughs> is a sign of codependency. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because I can't. But we all, I was just talking to my stepdad when I was in Ohio because yeah. I was like saying that everybody is an addict Yeah. that I know. I mm-hmm. said everyone I know is an addict in some form or fashion. Yeah. I am. I just shift my addiction. It'll go from drinking to drugs to men mm-hmm. to working out to work to whatever. But it's always shifting, but it's always there. And he was like... And and my stepdad, I don't think of as an addict. Like my stepdad quit smoking like overnight. He decided mm-hmm. he's quitting and he quit and he never smoked again. So I was like, I don't think everyone is though, but everyone but- I know seems to be. And he said, I'm completely addicted to caffeine. I couldn't give it up. Mm. And it was like interesting because I just thought to myself, is everyone an addict in some form? Like, so maybe you are a sex addict, but maybe it's like, a, maybe everyone's an addict. But here's the thing. Uh, okay, so now we're now, now well, I got some energy here. Yeah. Okay, so I've been really working on, and, and we've been talking about this. I've been really working on this piece of trying to make myself completely independent of depending on anybody else for my own happiness. Me right? too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. We're on the same. We're path mirrors. Here. Right. Yeah. And Mike's not here. He is not available to me. So what I've been doing is okay. For listeners who are new, Michael passed away. Like, yeah, uh, if you're a new listener, Michael was Aiden's boyfriend, well, life partner, really, who passed away like about a year ago, almost a year ago. And so I've been trying to find, you know, independence uh, on, uh, you know, like deepening my friendships with because we really got much closer after Michael passed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like our our friendship got deeper and uh, focused on my career blah, 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 without needing to have that somebody there. And so with me having sex with these guys, if I look at it one way, I'm like, yeah, like maybe that's not great. But in another weird way, and they meant what I said was it is kind of more independent because I'm not relying on the singular source like Michael, like being in a relationship with Michael to get get sexual satisfaction. Like I can get sexual satisfaction from here whenever I feel like I can get friendship whenever I feel like I can have career whenever like I can have all these things whenever I feel like it gives me more power I know that sounds weird no I actually think that it's great if you can have sex if you can be doing everything you need to and also have these hookups and they're just hookups and you don't feel like any kind of guilt or emotionally uh, like emotional attachment to them or I think it's actually awesome if you can it's great Mm. just as long as you can just as long as you don't feel guilty. Like, I think it's all about what you feel. It's like I was talking about with drugs, okay? Like, it's no secret people know, like, I love cocaine. I think it's really fun, and I wish I could do it all the time. But for me, there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel guilty about this because it's getting a little in the way of what I came here to do. Mm. Or it's making me make decisions with men that are hurting me. And so... I knew that I needed to cut it out 
because it started to change when I was just doing it occasionally at a party for fun. That's one thing. It was cool. Yeah. So it's not like I, I would never be someone that draws a line in the sand of telling anyone like drugs are bad. Too much sex is bad. Too much. Like it's not bad unless it's bad for you. Well, this you is where bad. I'm kind of trying to hash it out. Yeah. Because in one way it's like, oh, empowering. I don't need to be dependent on one single person for a relationship, that kind of deal. Yeah. But also I'm, it is pointing out, like having had those guys, it is pointing out, I do miss the warmth of Mike. Mm-hmm. Michael was my companion. Yeah. The, the warmth that I had with him, the, the genuine care that I had with him, these guys cannot give me. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And I understand me, that. And by doing this, am I distracting myself from what I really want, which is that... That's where I'm kind of wondering, do I feel guilty or horrible about it? No, but I do wonder, where's the line there? Do you know what I mean? Well, you know what? The shaman would say. (laughs) The shaman would say this. Everything happens as it's supposed to, when it's supposed to. So, like, I think that these men, whatever it is that you're supposed to learn from them, you're still figuring out, but Mm. it's okay. Yeah. But I think that it's easy to beat ourselves up. It's like if I did an eight ball last week, you know, it's like I could decide to beat myself up for a year or I could decide to go, I messed up. But maybe I was supposed to learn something from that. What could it be that I was supposed to learn from that? Like, I think that every moment you can choose to see it however you want to. But for you, like, look, if I could have a few guys that I just have amazing sex with that I hit up every once in a while when I'm horny and the rest of the time I'm just doing what I'm doing now and I'm this confident and succeeding. Uh, I would love that. It's just for me, those guys always tend to turn into a problem. Either they catch feelings, I catch feelings, something always happens or I get bored or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I could... Like, I've been watching the show Sex Education. Have you seen it on Netflix? Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. But there's a mom on the show who's a sex therapist. And she literally has men that are like dick appointments. And all these guys catch feelings and show up with, like, flowers and stuff and, like, want more from her. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really just looking for an occasional, like, an occasional physical connection. But you're not, I don't have time to give to dating and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I watched her and was like, man, I wish I could do that. I'm just not evolved enough or I just can't do it. Yeah. But if you can, good for you. And Mm. whether you're doing it because you're avoiding the stuff with Michael, whatever, it'll work out when it's supposed to. But yeah, for now, as long as you're good and you're happy, I didn't realize that you feel, I thought you felt some kind of like guilt about whenever you go on these benders. It seemed to me before like you Mm. did. It's not that I, I just wonder, you know how you, okay, so this is what happened. I, I talked to, uh, you know, my, my uh, psychic life coach lady, you yeah. know, my friend, right? <laughs> I have a shaman, Aiden has a psychic, so. Right, isn't that funny? We're in LA. We're so LA. But she was like, Aiden, you're sabotaging, you're pushing these people. And I really sat there, had, had her talk. Okay, I'm trying to stand strong in my own conviction, despite what anybody says, right? Wait, you're sabotaging what? She says I'm sabotaging, like you're you're sabotaging yourself. You're you are 
pushing that which you want further away from you by I doing this. I do think there's something to that. There is? Well, this is the only reason. Because for me, mm-hmm. in the past, yeah. every time I've been really close to getting something that I want career-wise yeah. tends to be when I would suddenly start dating someone who treats me horribly right. or start doing too many drugs. Right. And it's that is a form of self-sabotage because you're either you have a fear of something fear of success fear of failure fear of whatever's next and it finally went away for me because maybe i got more confident in who i am i got more confident in my comedy whatever it was it finally went away for me but i know i did that in fact that's why to be honest with you remember when shit ended with with Ryan and as hard as it was for me, I you everybody was like, "Wow, you really moved on from this quicker than you usually do right. compared to how I've been in the past." Right. I think that's because I caught that I was going to self-sabotage with him and I didn't want to do it again. Yeah. So I think that there could be something to it because the problem is for you that the sex comes with other things that can sabotage your Right, career. right, right. Totally. So, I don't know. What do you think? That's what she says. But I actually felt like you I, I agreed with what you said. Remember, you were like, okay, well, if you don't feel guilty about it and you don't th- see that there's anything wrong with it, then what's, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I felt like I don't see a problem here, but I don't want to just agree because somebody who's supposed to be wiser than me tells me what to do. That's the problem that I've had before, right? Listening to too many other people's opinions. So... If I'm here and I'm doing this and I don't see a problem and I know the difference between what I'm like, I don't see a problem like defensive, but like I really genuinely don't. Well, you know, it's weird. But am I missing something is where I'm like kind of trying to figure out. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, the thing is, it's just, I guess for me, for instance, like, let's say that I go out one night and I party. Not mm-hmm. even drugs. Just let's say I just drink mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. And the next day I'm super hungover. Right. And I don't get shit done that day. Right. So that's one day that I lost to a night of partying. So then I have to go, okay, this is one day of my career that I wasted. Right. That I could have gotten something done. But last night was really fun. I don't do it often. Maybe it was okay. Yeah. The problem is for some people, like for me... One night of doing that usually leads into two or three. Right, right, right. Because then I start to, when I start to crash a little and get a little depressed or whatever you feel a day after drinking, then I'm like, oh, I kind of want it again now. And before I know it, it's like, oh, fuck, that week was a waste. Oh, yeah, there's a cycle. There's a totally a cycle. Yeah, and so I guess it just depends on like how much. domino effect. I feel like my career, and I don't know how you feel, I feel like my career is right on the cusp of the next level. And so I feel like right now, every day really matters. So mm-hmm. I'm trying not to waste any days. Yeah. So if I party, I'm going to lose at least a day or two. Right. Plus my apartment, it's crazy, man. When I when I used to when I used to really party, one day of partying would look like a homeless person moved in here and ransacked my apartment. Like there would be <laughs> shit everywhere. Really? Yeah, after one night, and I have other friends like that. So it's like I don't know. I guess it just depends on. I think that the the point is just what's the most important in your life. Like I feel like. Um, Oh, I'm inspired to do, I'm saying it publicly on here. I want to do a 30 day sober cleanse. And this Mm. is why, because everyone I know in show business, every single person I know who has the career I want is sober. 
Hmm. Everybody. Oh, that's not totally true. I mean, Joe Rogan smokes weed and he'll have a drink every once in a while. But for the most part, like most of the people that I know in the business that are like really, really successful are more or less sober. Maybe an occasional drink or something. Yeah. And I want that. And I just want to feel it. Now I've done a month without dick. Imagine if I did a month. I've never done a month sober ever. Do you feel like this? Like... I've been trying a new approach since maybe January where I'm just like, I'm interested in feeling good. I'm interested in feeling great every day. And shit's going to happen when it happens. I'm just kind of going to show up, whatever is there, do my best. And shit's been happening like way more. Like, oh yeah, like, I feel just that. Random, just I feel that shit. Yeah, I think it's because you let go. I'm really like I'm just like oh. It's law of attraction. They say when you focus on what you want instead of what you don't have. So it's like if you sit around going, "Why don't I have a Netflix special? Why don't I have a Netflix special?" That's negative thinking. Yeah. But when you just go. I just want to keep getting funnier and I know stuff will come to me. So I'm just going to work on getting funnier, work on And then suddenly stuff starts coming to you. So it's like, that, but my whole career has been that way. Every time I'm not really trying to get something is when yeah. I get it. So now I've done the same thing. It's like not this it's practicing like a state of like, like before I used to be like, I am dissatisfied where I am. And so I need to get there. But right now I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm doing fine. This is great. We're the same blah, blah, blah. that way. Me too. And shit started. Shit starts happening. And Dude, I'm like, what? That's because there's no desperation. People in this town can sense when you're desperate. And also, like, it's called being great. Look, when I was a kid, all I ever wanted was to be on TV. That's mm -hmm. what I wanted. My life. It's like I just want to be on TV like them. Then once I got my own TV show. I was like, oh my God, I succeeded. Anything after this is icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. And I really meant it. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I just view all of it as icing. Mm -hmm. I really do. Like any little thing I get now, like anything, I'm just like, oh, it's icing. And it's easy. It, there was a moment when I was like, oh, I wish I had these things other people are getting. Why not me? And then I had to go, but wait, I've had all these things and I'm doing great and I'm happy. I'm paying my bills the podcast is doing well. And then you're just like it, as soon as you start being grateful for what you have, instead of focusing on what you don't have. Mm. Yeah. That is when shit really starts to pop. Yeah. I there's some, it. there's some truth to it. I mean, just be, what happened since January. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So much good shit is happening for you. Yeah. Cause you're just worried about being happy. I don't care. Like, I don't really, that's what I'm trying. I'm just trying to figure that out. Like how to be happy. Sleep. Yeah. Sleeping with, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I'm generally just happy. And it really is a mindset. Because, like, okay, like, I could sleep with those five guys or whatever. And I could choose to think, I shouldn't be doing this. Arr, fix it. Arr. Or I could be like, ah, I did what I did. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And I'm cool. Like, you have so to. I did this. And so I, you know. That's the way to be. Don't beat yourself up. You just do stuff. And all, don't worry about it. <laughs> that, that, that's what I mean, though. Because that psychic lady... Um, who I respect so dearly, who is so wonderful to me, was like, you got to admit that you have a problem. I'm sitting here going, mm. Well, here's the thing. I, like, knowing you do think, look, addiction is when you can't go without something, yeah. anything. Yeah. 
it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Yeah. I'm addicted to exercise. Yeah. I get super depressed if I don't exercise. Is yeah. that bad? I don't think it's bad, but it's just another addiction. Yeah. It's a chemical release and you're getting, you're addicted to, you can't go without sex, mm-hmm. but you might be like me too, where it's like, look, like I cannot do Coke because I go, uh, I feel guilty when I do it and it's making me feel shitty. So I don't want to. And as long as I don't want to, it's okay. But mm. the minute I start not doing Coke because I made a promise, like me even saying I want to do 30 days sober, the minute that I say it, like I'm doing it mm-hmm. and it's suddenly like I'm not allowed, that makes me start almost wanting yeah, it that, more. Like that pressure, that, that energy. Like exactly. That, yeah. So I think it's like also the same thing with like you, it's okay you know, you just live your life, be happy, don't hurt people, as long as you don't feel guilty and you don't feel... But yeah, the minute that someone starts to say you can't, or this is bad... It, you know, it really was, I mean, all joking aside, it really was like two and a half or three weeks with no dick there because you weren't for a like, period. And you weren't trying to But do I was it. like, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then like at some point I was like... You know what happened? Actually, I think uh, now that I think back, I on still it, don't believe you went two weeks. It was it was a two and a half. I'll, I'll show you a calendar and I'll break it down for you. Okay. But <laughs> I, I went to. <laughs> I haven't had any since that trip to Palm Springs. Oh, so that was Valentine's Day. That's right. Okay, so since Valentine's Day, there was nothing until this little bender. Yeah. Okay, so that is two weeks. That's not bad. It's two weeks. But then what happened was, I think I was in. I think I was in Tonopah. And I was especially sad there. Like, yeah, and I, and I, do think, I do have a tendency to, I think when I feel something, I have a tendency to try to exercise control by doing, doing what I did, like going on a bender, right? Because I feel like out of control, like I feel lonely and out of control. So like, maybe I like, I like try to, yep. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm like beating myself up for it, but like, maybe that is something that happened. Like, because I wasn't like, I wasn't tone apart and I was like, the sad, lone. It, that, that place is sad. It's like the sad, lonely. I mean, I've been there. I've You've been, been to Tonopah? No, but I've been to places like honestly, like you know what, in Cuyahoga Falls this mm. past weekend, I could see myself getting depressed a little bit just because uh, it's weird to be in a hotel that's so close to where I grew up. It brings up a lot of shit. Just being that close to home, but not quite home. And mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I can see how certain towns would make you yeah. feel certain things. Yeah, of course. Well, I think me and Michael had this, uh, a, a, a day that I will never forget is we uh, were driving across the country because uh, I was doing like a little comedy tour and he would always come with me. And we stopped at a town called Ely, Nevada. And it was in the middle of nowhere and it looked just like Tonopah. And I remember there was nothing for miles and miles. And then we saw Ely and I was like, we were like, oh my God, it's Ely. Yay. And we stayed at that hotel, the one hotel in Ely, and we had the best time. And so for me to pull up into Tonopah without him was, I would say that was challenging. Of course. That's so hard. That's really hard. Like, I, my ex and I, we would go on tons of snowboarding trips together. And since my divorce, I've only been snowboarding a f- couple times, once or twice with, with an ex-boyfriend. So I had this one guy I dated that we would go snowboarding together. And since that guy, 
I haven't been. And part of the reason is because like, I think I know that it's going to be really hard because that is still one thing that really reminds me of my ex. So I think, I think it's only natural. There's lots of moments like that for me too, that make me sad. I, now that I reflect back on that, uh, you know, when I was actual filming, it was like, you know, I didn't really want to have, you know, dick or men or whatever necessarily until I got there and I started feeling those things and I wanted to like exercise some control or whatever around this particular That's issue. That's literally the exact same thing as an alcohol addiction and drug addiction. <laughs> it is yeah. because it's only when, it's always when you feel sad. This will cheer me up. This will make me, it doesn't make you feel better, but the dick might make you feel better for in the moment. Just yeah. like, it's just another way of distracting yourself from your feelings or using. But then something. what am I supposed to do? Okay. So here's a deal. Okay. I'm glad we're talking about this. This is See? interesting. Okay. So this is what, what, what I'm struggling with. It's not available right now. Michael is not, Michael is gone, man. He's not coming yes. back. He is not here. I am not going to a- be able to get Mike. No. It's just not going to happen. So then what are my what what is what are my options right there other than I mean like if I have sex like I feel good temporarily, I can call my friend, I feel good temporarily, I can have dinner with my friends, I can good temporarily, all that stuff, right? But like in that moment when you're missing him, you mean? What I mean, what do you do? What is do you do? Yeah. I mean, and if that, and is that even a correlation? Like, because like, yeah, like I, yeah. So I did, I slept with a bunch of guys because I, maybe it felt like, you know, I was missing Mike or whatever. Is that a correlation or is that a correlation that I'm giving myself right now? Well, I don't know because I mean, yeah, you did hit them up initially because you were missing him, which makes it seem like it is correlated. But then also you have lots of sex all the time, but also (laughs) he only died a year ago and you've been probably using it. I mean, the fact is I think you're using it as a painkiller and that's exactly what blow is. That's exactly what drinking is. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. It's to not feel it's people want to avoid feelings. So that's why I think that you should, I think personally you should try to go a month. I know it's hard, especially when someone tells you not to, but I just think you should try to explore what other ways you could deal with it that yeah. are healthy. Not that sex isn't healthy, yeah. you know, but it could be unhealthy. There are a lot of STDs and things to consider, uh, right? you know, but like also. Yeah. And these guys are so, maybe not. the. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like, you know, Yeah, I wouldn't have five. I couldn't have sex with five or six guys a week. I would either get pregnant or I would catch an STD. A hundred percent. Guaranteed. So it's like, it's not really healthy mm-hmm. physically. Right. You know, not to mention just like other shit you can catch. Right. Flus, colds. The flus, you know colds. I mean? <laughs> it's flu season. Yeah. But also like, it, I don't know, for me... I found that when I did, remember when I did No Dick November, I started playing guitar again. I started like going roller skating. I started doing shit that I had, that I was like, oh my God, this is fun. I forgot all about this. Yeah. So it could be an interesting way to find other hobbies and interests you have forgotten that you have. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But what would it hurt to do it? Yeah. And you miss Mike. Everybody like has moments of like severe sadness and things they miss. It sucks, but 
Maybe we should both do it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to like figure it out. Like I'm like literally sitting here trying to figure it out with your what? However many thousands of listeners. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's the deal. Listen, this podcast, now we actually went over over an hour. We oh, did shit. good. Yay. We made it. We made it. Guys, this was a hard one today. I won't lie to you because Aiden and I were both not feeling well. And I was like, I have no good stories, but fuck it. We need to do a podcast. And I think this turned out to be great. Guys, message Aiden and encourage him. I want to do a month of sobriety. I really do. I think I could do it. I mean, if I say I'm doing it, that makes it harder for me. But like... I think it would be good for me. Be a good challenge. You could do a month of no dick, but you can keep thinking about it and yeah. see how you feel. <laughs> but um, guys, send us your questions. Send Aiden some inspiration. Yeah, I'm just curious as to like what. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I feel like I probably sounded absolutely insane to you guys today. Probably no, but you know, we like, should do an episode of Date Fails where we have on like a therapist who actually oh, gives sound God. advice. <laughs> You know what, though? Those people don't know what they're doing either. Because I told you, my ex was a, a marriage family therapist, and he's the most messed up of them all. Sometimes you give the best advice, though, even when you can't take your own. You know what's funny? I do give the Aiden best gives great advice. advice. You do. about Like, I know exact. But, like, also, I feel like this. I do feel like this. I feel like... It's an internal struggle that I'm, that I'm, go- that I'm dealing with, and I'm just trying to find my... My footing. My here. personal opinion is this: the fact that you're even questioning it though so much, like you're saying, I'm happy, I don't feel any guilt about it, blah blah blah. But then you're still questioning whether or not you should find another way to cope. So I would just say, did I say that? What did I say that I wanted to find another way to cope? Well, no, you just said I wonder how else I could deal with it besides that. I do wonder that. I do. That's what I I'm mean. Like, hmm. So I'm just saying the fact that you're questioning it makes me think it's worth exploring. Maybe it is worth exploring. Because I haven't tried that before. Yeah. I so. mean, I don't know. We yeah. Look, guys, we need answers. All right. <laughs> Email me at datefailspod at gmail.com what you think, what your thoughts are on this episode, any questions you have. And also, um, I love you guys. Uh, this has been Date Fails. I'm going to end it here because, honestly, I'm just exhausted. Me too. <laughs> But guys, um, follow Aiden at Aiden Park Show. Follow me at Kate Q Funny. Also, I'll be at Sacramento Punchline this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday with Bronston Jones. And the next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Chicago at the Den Theater. Get tickets for all that right now. Uh, go check out what Aiden is doing over on his Instagram as well. He's giving great advice every day. <laughs> After this, they're like, yeah, let's hit that guy up. Aiden gives a really... Yeah, no, but I really do. Good advice. I really do. Guys, I mean, trust me, I've been through hell, and Aiden has been very helpful. So um, go check him out at Aiden Park Show. I love you guys. This has been Date Fails. Bye. Bye. <laughs>